Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Scholes. And today we have the penultimate episode in the story of Prince Ahmed and the Fairy Parabanu. Ahmed has delivered the requested tent that can fit in the palm of one's hand and yet be large enough to serve as shelter for all of the Sultan's armies. But now the Sultan of the Indies has requested yet another thing. Water from the Fountain of the Lions. This we'll see if Ahmed can deliver today in part 10 of the story of Prince Ahmed and the Fairy Parabanu. The prince returned and told the fairy what his father had said. There's a great deal of wickedness in this demand, she answered, as you will understand by what I am going to tell you. The Fountain of Lions is situated in the middle of a court of a great castle, the entrance into which is guarded by four fierce lions, two of which sleep alternately while the other two are awake. But don't let that frighten you. I'll give you means to pass by them without any danger. The fairy Parabanu was at that time very hard at work, and as she had several clues of thread by her, she took up one and, presenting it to Prince Ahmed, said, First, take this clue of thread. I'll tell you presently the use of it. In the second place, you must have two horses. One you must ride yourself, the other you must lead, which must be loaded with a sheep cut into four quarters that must be killed today. In the third place, you must be provided with a bottle, which I will give you, to bring the water in. Set out early tomorrow morning, and when you have passed the iron gate, throw the clue of thread before you, which will roll till it comes to the gates of the castle. Follow it, and when it stops, as the gates will be open, you will see the four lions. The two that are awake will, by their roaring, wake the other two, but don't be frightened, but throw each of them a quarter of mutton, and then clap spurs to your horse and ride to the fountain, fill your bottle without alighting, and then return with the same expedition. The lions will be so busy eating they will let you pass by them. Prince Ahmed set out the next morning at the time appointed by the fairy and followed her directions punctually. When he arrived at the gates of the castle, he distributed the quarters of mutton among the four lions, and, passing through the midst of them bravely, got to the fountain, filled his bottle, and returned back as safe and sound as he went. When he had gone a little distance from the castle gates, he turned him about, and, perceiving two of the lions coming after him, he drew his saber and prepared himself for defense. But as he went forwards, he saw one of them turned out of the road at some distance, and showed by his head and tail that he did not come to do him any harm but only to go before him, and that the other stayed behind to follow, he put his sword up again in its scabbard. Guarded in this manner, he arrived at the capital of the Indies, but the lions never left him till they had conducted him to the gates of the sultan's palace, after which they returned the same way they came, and not without frightening all that saw them, for all they went in a very gentle manner and showed no fierceness. A great many officers came to attend the prince while he dismounted his horse, and afterwards conducted him into the sultan's apartment, who was at that time surrounded with his favorites. He approached towards the throne, laid the bottle at the sultan's feet, and kissed the rich tapestry which covered his footstool, and then said, I have brought you, sir, the healthful water which your majesty desired so much to keep among the other rarities in your treasury, but at the same time wish you such extraordinary health as never to have occasion to make use of it. After the prince had made an end of his compliment, The sultan placed him on his right hand and then said to him, Son, 
I am very much obliged to you for this valuable present, as also for the great danger you have exposed yourself to upon my account, which I have been informed of by a magician who knows the Fountain of Lions. But do me this pleasure, continued he, to inform me by what address, or rather, by what incredible power you have been secured. Sir, replied Prince Ahmed, I have no share in the compliment your majesty is pleased to make me. All the honor is due to the fairy, my spouse, whose good advice I followed. Then he informed the sultan what those directions were, and by the relation of this, his expedition let him know how well he had behaved himself. When he had done the sultan, who showed outwardly all the demonstrations of great joy, but secretly became more jealous, retired to an inward apartment where he sent for the magician. The magician, at her arrival, saved the sultan the trouble to tell her of the success of Prince Ahmed's journey, which she had heard of before she came, and therefore was prepared with an infallible means, as she pretended. This means she communicated to the sultan, who declared it the next day to the prince, in the midst of all his courtiers, in these words. Son, said he, I have one thing more to ask of you, after which I shall expect nothing more from your obedience, nor your interest with your wife. This request is, to bring me a man not above a foot and a half high, and whose beard is thirty feet long, who carries a bar of iron upon his shoulders of five hundred weight, which he uses as a quarterstaff. And that is part ten of the story of Prince Ahmed and the fairy Parabanu, and we see the Sultan of the Indies has made yet another, and we should have expected it because it rounds it to three, interesting request of his son, and we'll discover in our next episode if Prince Ahmed can deliver, and what that means for everyone. This is Dan Scholes for the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram and threads at Folktale Project. If you'd like to help support the project, you can head over to patreon.com slash folktaleproject, or you could always just share with the stories with someone you love. I do appreciate that. As always, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>